Hello, 889 The Bridge fans, viewers, and listeners. My name is Gil, and I'm joined with the secret to solve all of your middle school problems. Still listening? Because I'm joined with Marley McDonald today, who is an 8th grader at IMS. And she happens to be the well-informed 8th grader student who has gone through three years of middle school at IMS, and will tell her all about her successes and her problems that she ran into going through middle school. And she also happens to be my sister. Marley, thank you for joining us today. How are you doing? Good. Thanks for having me on the show. Yeah, no problem. It's really convenient to have a super cool sister who has done three years in middle school. So she has helped you to get through middle school and avoid these problems the best way you can. So Marley, you ready to help some middle schoolers today? Yeah. And this is also for pre-middle schoolers and people, fourth grade, third grade, you name it, just to get you prepared for middle school today. That was a lot of middle schools in one sentence, but let's get straight into the first question. Marley, how does Mercer Allen schools differ from the ones you went to in Virginia? And really quick note here, Marley moved from Virginia three years ago as well as I did, but she ended up in Mercer Allen in sixth grade, so she still has that three years of experience, but even more in another state. So how does it differ, man? Um, I think the one main difference is just the fact that in Virginia, there's a lot of people coming from a lot of different areas in one school. Um, in Mercer Island, I think a lot more people know each other coming in from elementary school to middle school. Um, but other than that, I think there's no huge difference other than I was just happened to be transitioning from elementary to middle school, which has a bunch of differences on its own. Man, that's crazy to hear. So what you're saying is, Mercer Island, do you think is hard to assimilate? I know you move, so of course it's always going to be. Was it a little harder to fit in because, like you said, kids knew everyone as opposed to more people kind of as a mixing pot in Virginia? So what were the challenges there and how did you overcome those, you think? Um, I think it just takes a lot of putting yourself out there and trying to your best to meet other people because if you don't put the effort in, then it's going to be harder for other people to reach out to you. Um, but yes, I think it definitely was harder when other people knew each other. Whereas um, in Virginia, going into middle school, I wouldn't have even known anybody, even though I lived there. So what you're saying is just be yourself and you're going to get through it no matter where you move. Yeah. Awesome. Good to hear, man. That's really helpful. But just making sure, clarifying for all those kids they aren't missing any cool lunches or food, right? If they're moving to Virginia. Nope, it's okay. Good to hear, good to hear. I think that settles down a lot of people. So let's get to the second question. What things do you find most interesting about middle school that differed from elementary school? So these things could be like, I know in elementary school, I had so much fun playing with my friends at recess, and I was so bummed when I went to middle school. I'm like, where's the recess? What do you feel like, Mims? Um, well, of course, I was bummed at first about the recess, but I thought I was really pleasantly surprised, by the way, even though it's not to a high school level yet, you kind of get a different experience with your teachers and getting more choice and more flexibility, and it's easier for them to connect with you more um, as you get a little bit older. Awesome. Good to hear. So you feel like as you go into middle school, things are just going to get a little bit easier because teachers know you've matured and you can connect with them on a deeper level. Yeah, I think once you get used to the change, um, then you, it's, yeah, it's easier to get to know your teachers and they get to know you. Okay, good to hear. So it's good to look out for that people will just, it will be more needed for maturity, but with maturity comes just a little bit more of a deeper relation and connection to the schoolwork. Yeah, exactly. Okay, awesome. That's good to hear. That will be more helpful for those kids. Now I have a question regarding COVID. I know a lot of people, COVID has been circling around and it can be hard sometimes because it's just constant COVID-19, COVID-19. 
but we're here with what is physical school? A day-to-day routine. So kind of like when you're waking up and then when you're going to bed, all throughout that school day, tell me about it. When when are you brushing your teeth? When are you getting to your first class? And how how is it different from COVID? Um, well, normally um, I would probably wake up, I think, around 7 a.m. School starting at 8.25. Um, and then we have six periods in a day. Six period ends at 8.25. Um, but with online school, school doesn't start till 8.45 and school ends at noon. And you still have some more work to do later in the day, but you're only seeing your teachers for a couple of hours. So guessing that next year we're going to go back to school if we do okay let's say we don't all right and we're on the zoom screen still what what's harder about zoom and how did you avoid those challenges or conquer them i think i hadn't expected with zoom that i would need as much like taking the extra time to focus more on things that i hadn't focused on before as much um, and taking advantage of things like for us there's available things called office hours that you can go to for extra help from teachers and I think you really want to make sure you use those even if you don't think you need them at first um, taking time going to office hours sending messages to your teachers um, and just staying connected. Of course this would be easier when we were in school but would you say that The office hours are actually a really good resource. I bet not a lot of schools do that because they're like, kids have their day and then they have their after school. But some teachers need to find that fine line where it's like, no, kids want and need more help after school. Yeah, I think it's helpful. And um, I definitely don't go to them every single day. But whenever you have a question, it's a lot harder to have to send it in an email or something. And when you can go and you have a time and place that you can see your teacher face to face, even if it's online, that helps a lot. And I know when you're in physical school, it's easier to find a time period in the day when to sit down and just complete your homework, right? Because when you get home, that's still kind of homework time. Then once you're done with all the homework, you go play video games, you go outside, et cetera, et cetera. But in Zoom classes, when do you find the best time is to do homework? Because I feel like this can be very challenging for some kids. Well, normally in Zoom classes, we're expected to have instructional time for most of the class period itself and then be doing homework after school. So from like noon to three when you normally be in school. Um, But sometimes when your teachers will give you extra time or we get through a lesson. And so really, whenever you have extra time or you're in a breakout room and you finish your assignment, I think that's a time when you can have time for homework. That's really helpful. So you find that little crevice in your day to do that homework. Now we're going to get into some more broader questions for someone who is either in eighth grade or is just about to go into middle school. These can always be bumps in your road trying to travel through those three years of schooling. So what would you say? We've all had bad teenagers, right? You can have one in kindergarten and you can have one all the way up into college. But how would you say what kind of methods, what strategy do you use to get through those hard, rigorous teachers that may assign you a lot of homework, may you just might not pick up on their style. What efforts would you say you used in the past? 
first, I think you just want to let the teacher know whatever problem you're having, because maybe if it's feeling like you're, you have a lot of homework and it's too much to handle, if you let the teacher know, sometimes they'll say, I'm so sorry, I didn't realize that, and they can fix that problem with you. But if it goes on a level where you're not able to connect with your teacher, then just utilize those other resources in the school, like your counselor or your principal, and just tell them that you're struggling with that teacher. That's really helpful and good to know also. And homework, no one likes, right? If you like homework, well, I mean, I guess you're just, you're a very diligent student. But I personally don't like homework, and I know many more that don't. But it is helpful to really grasp your work and your concepts all after school. But Marley, would you say that there is more workload in middle school? Or would you say that it's about even in the transition from elementary school to middle school? For me, it always depended on teachers. In fifth grade, I happened to have a lot of homework, so I'd say it was about even, but it definitely was a step up on homework comparing to mm -hmm. fourth grade, and um, it even deferred from sixth grade. I think I had more homework than I did in seventh grade, so it really just depends on your teachers, but I think there definitely is a little bit more. Nice, and we see all these memes and TikToks of teachers who will just give you so, so much homework, and it's like, I'm up till 6 a.m., right? Do you, would, do you really find this in middle school that you're staying up till 6 a.m. doing homework? You're staying up till, like, midnight? No, I don't think that's the actual case unless I do stuff. A few days, I'll put it off, and then if I don't put it off, then I'll be able to get it done. But if not, then, yeah, sometimes I am staying up late. That's some good words to hear to help you on your schoolwork. And to wrap it up here for our last question, what suggestions do you give a student going from fifth to sixth grade? So kind of that elementary school to middle school transition. What would you say is your biggest drive or main point? Um, I think you should just be open to all your resources that can help you because in every for everybody, it's going to be a different transition. But if you see the people around you, if you ask teachers for help, um, I know for Marshall Island, there's a program called web in your which is where the eighth graders will help you sixth grade new sixth graders coming into the school so ask the eighth graders questions ask your teachers questions and just take advice from other people's personal experience and that's a little shout out for web i know marley took it this year would you recommend the class i thought it was pretty fun it was really nice getting to meet other people at the school and i thought i learned a lot of things for myself Hey, and that's coming from the king of the school, the eighth graders. So sixth grader, you see a web leader, don't be afraid to ask and get some help because soon you may become that eighth grader who is helping other kids. Marley, thank you so much for joining me today. Thank you. And that was Marley McDonald helping you on your middle school advice, getting you through those three years. It's not as bad as it seems. Marley gave us that information today. Thank you for joining me on 88.9 The Bridge. My name is Gil. I run a show called Power Predictions. If you want to check that out, you can check it on our Spotify app and just type in Power Predictions or 88.9 The Bridge. You'll find us there. And if you're listening to us in your car, thank you for joining us on 88.9 The Bridge.